Welcome everyone to the third podcast of Maine Cannabis with Meredith and Anne-Marie. I'm Meredith. And I'm Anne-Marie. And we want to start this one off with a big thank you. A thank you to everyone who has listened to us on places like Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And those of you who have watched us on YouTube, the early response has been great, really great. Our audience continues to grow every day. We really appreciate that so many of you have contacted us at hello at vetinmaine.com with your suggestions for interview topics as well as Maine-based artists that you'd like to see featured on the podcast. Keep the suggestions coming. Definitely. Many of you have also asked Meredith and I to talk more about our personal journeys, about opening vetted here in Sanford, Maine, and we'll be doing that later in the podcast. So first, we just want to say thank you to everyone again for your continued support of the program. Please tell your friends to tune in. Come on. We are committed to explore the world of cannabis, but not just here in Maine, but nationwide, as the industry continues to grow. So, on that note, let's get right into the podcast. As our good friends at Medco, the healing community, continue to grow their business, starting with their two dispensaries in Lewiston and now expanding into the towns of Newry and Gardner, we're lucky that co-owner Alex McMahon still has the time to sit down with us. And as a testament to Medco's growth, they ran a full-page ad in the combined January-February issue of High Times Magazine, the foremost publication devoted to all things cannabis. Alex explains how Medco took this major step onto the national scene. In the path, his constantly growing company is on in 2021 and beyond. So take it away, Alex. So my name is Alex McMahon. I'm one of the founding partners and the operating manager for the Healing Community Medco. Uh, I actually moved up here to Maine about five years ago from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I spent the first portion of my career down there in the hospitality business, um, and Maine was calling to me. It was actually calling to me for a few years before I even moved up here. So I'd say Maine was calling to me for about eight years now. Uh, I had a friend that did some growing down there, and uh, we were going to plan on coming up here, get a grow off of the ground. Um, that all ended up spiraling out of control. Uh, so I ended up coming up here and he didn't, uh, which is cool. Uh, so I started just trying to kind of find my own way. Uh, I didn't have any money when I came up here. So first things first, I got a new restaurant job uh, and then uh, started to try to feel out and find who uh, the best caregivers in the area were. Um, linked up with Joe Couture, who's one of the partners at Medco now. Um, and initially it was just me bugging him to trim. I was like, Hey man, let me trim for you. Let me trim for you. Let me trim for you. Finally, one day he snapped and he let me trim for him. And then from there it was trimming, trimming, trimming. And then, uh, I started working in his grow and then sort of, uh, started working more intensely in his grow. And then him and I teamed up, uh, on a big outdoor grow. Um, and around the harvest time of the outdoor grow, we launched the delivery company and I ran that for a while that got uh, to you know, a pretty high grossing state. Um, and then, of course, the main legislature uh, changed the rules. There was a little bit of a loophole that we and a few other people were using at the time. Uh, Maine closed that loophole. And at that point, while a bunch of companies kept going, we closed, um, which was tough to do because you know we're doing probably 10k a day in revenue at that delivery company. Uh, but you know we want to be doing business here for a long time, for decades. And so you know, if the rules change, hey, we got to play by the rules. So we closed down the delivery company. There was a few months in between where. We uh, were doing the build out of the store. So everything kind of timed out pretty well, just the universe being on our side a little bit, I guess. 
Um, and when um, we got close to opening Medco, we started talking about uh, you know, what the actual structure was going to be. By that point, Joey Johnson had moved up. Uh, he's from, uh, well, Atlanta, Georgia, but him and I met in Charleston. Uh, he was one of the uh, most well-known chefs in the area. Uh, he worked as executive chef for a few big restaurants there. Um, some that have been on the Food Channel and are, are pretty uh, highly renowned. Uh, his career leading up to Medco was essentially him getting poached and poached and poached because you know, he kept making a really good name for himself. And so people kept wanting him to work for him. And so uh, he went through that for a while, getting poached from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. Uh, he did a startup for um, Bill Murray's one and only restaurant down in Charleston. Um, from there, shortly after they opened uh, with Joey as the executive chef, he got poached by Google. So Google has a branch um, down in Charleston. Uh, he got poached by Google to run their food program as the executive chef. Uh, worked there for five years and uh, you know, he loved it. It was great. He had a lot of responsibility. He was uh, really cooking five-star breakfasts, lunch, and dinners for these Googlies, as they call themselves, uh, Monday through Friday. Um, but, you know, Joey has always been a cannabis enthusiast. And so he had the opportunity to work with food and with cannabis. And for him, you know, like for a lot of us, it's a dream come true. So he moved up here to head up our edibles program. Um, and then uh, we teamed up with Keith and Terry also. So at the start of Medco, there was the four of us. Um, we really came from kind of different backgrounds and different areas of expertise. Um, so, you know, Joey being the edibles magician, I have a lot of hospitality background, uh, which we do take a little bit of a different approach to cannabis. We take the hospitality approach. Hospitality is the foundation of our company. Um, really, cannabis is hospitality. We're providing comfort to people. That's what hospitality is. That's what restaurants do. That's what hotels do. That's what cannabis does. And so, you know, part of that is not just supplying the product, it's supplying the experience of the overall customer experience. You know, we have a lot of regulars um, at our 40 Elizabeth Street store and at our 741 Main Street store that come in. As soon as they walk in the door, we greet them by name. We know their email addresses for tracking their rewards points. Um, and people really, I think, appreciate that. You know, who doesn't like to walk into a place and say, hey, how's it going, John? Uh, so we uh, built the company on that foundation of hospitality. And so, you know, Joey and I, strong hospitality background. Uh, Terry and Joe, Terry's Keith's wife. Uh, they have a strong growing background. Joe has been cultivating for like forever. Uh, he truly puts out some phenomenal product. Now, the thing is, when we get his product into the store, it flies off the shelves. So really keep an eye out for anything that Joe grew. Um, but so yeah, fast forward a little bit. Uh, we had a, a couple of people that were with us from the beginning, Jacob and Rob. Um, Jacob on the retail end of things, Rob on the grow end of things. Um, they uh, have since come on as partners as well. Uh, really, we 
And there's a lot of people that like to go it alone. We like building a strong team. It's all about the team that we're building. Uh, we feel we have a strong ownership team. We've been building out the staff as well. We have close to 50 people on staff right now, which just feels mind boggling. Um, but with the ownership team, you know, it's a good half of us are strong retail operating partners. The other half of us are strong cultivation operating partners. Uh, so really it's, it's a perfect fit. They hold down cultivation, we hold down retail. Uh, it works well. Uh, we're able to make decisions very well together. Um, and yeah, I think part of our diversity on our ownership team, as well as our uh, management team, as well as our staff leads to you know, more ideas, more uh, perspectives, more different perspectives leads to more ideas. And so we've tried to you know, cultivate a lot of perspectives on our team. Uh, but also a lot of different backgrounds uh, because, you know, we, we're doing things essentially, and we say this to staff all the time, we're doing things the best way we know how to do them at this time. And so that doesn't mean that we consider it the best way to do things, period. It's the best way we've figured out how to do things so far. Uh, so all of our staff knows that we are open to input always. We actually receive awesome ideas from people on every level of our staff regular basis and you know we implement them we value everybody in our team our team is phenomenal uh everybody has awesome ideas uh and so we, we use them all you know we're really uh with six owners that's kind of a lot of owners um but and then you know 50 staff that's a lot of staff too um but really it's i, I think what it takes for us to be lifting off you know we call this our moonshot uh, our goal is to get to the moon. And hey, you know what they say, if we don't reach the moon, we'll end up in the stars. That's cool with us. So welcome to Chris Altamari. He's the co-owner of Nova Analytics Labs of Portland, Maine. And Chris, um, we're hoping you can tell us a little bit about yourself personally and about your company. Yeah, great. Uh, thank you for having us here. Um, so myself, uh, I come from a background in uh, various uh, laboratories, testing pharmaceutical, toxicology, uh, forensics uh, wow. types of analyses. And uh, myself and my business partners uh, saw this opportunity to take what we know um, about these highly regulated and quality-focused laboratories and bring that into the cannabis space and try to make a difference, advance the science that's been really illegal for so long, yes. um, learn, learn about new products, learn about new chemicals, and put an analyses out there that really enable you guys to do business better and efficiently. Yes, and that's great to know because patient quality and safety is so important. Tell us more. Yeah, so we definitely are a quality first uh, group. That's the that's what brought myself and the founders together. Um, one of the things that you know, there's so much to learn. I actually uh, started uh, about two years ago now, uh, enrolled in Thomas Jefferson U Thomas Jefferson University in Philadelphia. Their uh, first really ever cannabis uh, master's degree wow. program. Really? Um, is that so the medical school? It's related to their medical school. Wow. I think technically maybe their health profession school. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and uh, yeah, so they officially do now have the program offering um, uh, mas uh, yeah, master's in medicinal uh, cannabis and business. Wow. So it gets, it's, it's brought me um, experience and really exposure to some of the most um, up-to-date and um, uh, newest uh, research that's being done right now. Because that's difficult to find contemporary science and research relative to cannabis because it's federally illegal in the U.S. Yeah, you just said it so much better than me, but yes, absolutely. It really is, and um, they're, uh, of course, not only 
um, understanding the plan itself, but understanding how it actually has medical benefits and what are those outcomes and how can we start to get uh, federal legality around it based on that data. Right, so human studies and the effects on humans is so important. So Chris, you'll, uh, one day soon, you're telling me within the next year or so, you'll have a master's degree in cannabis studies. That's amazing, and probably the first person that I am familiar with. So we'll be leaning on you in the future as some, what of a subject matter <laughs> expert, Chris. So that's great to hear. Thanks. Tell us more about Nova. So you have a lab, it's in Portland, and I believe you're the second licensed lab for adult use um, cannabis um, testing site. Is that correct? That is, yes. Wow. And so what about the industry in the state of Maine as far as having how many labs if there's only two in the state? How is that going to impact those of us that are trying to get our product tested? What's the impact of having only two sites? Yeah, so a lab bottleneck is something that people ask about and we talk about a lot. And um, so there are two licensed adult use testing labs. Um, and then uh, there are some others in the works, and there's a few, uh, maybe two more testing for uh, medical. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, I think, by right now, maybe the largest lab and offering the most uh, wide variety of analytical tests. But um, other labs will get up to that uh, speed. And um, it, I believe w- there will end up being a bottleneck as adult use does ramp up. Um, right now, we're not seeing that because the adult use market has been slow to take off for um, various reasons. Um, but we're prepared to handle that capacity. And one of the things that we like to be more partners with our clients and we work with them to understand their um, workflow, their operations and tailor our capacity to meet their needs. And, you know, um, we will work with clients that um or we enjoy working with clients that um, can provide that kind of insight and enable us to help them better. We don't like to be that like fee for service model. We want to we want to be more value. Gotcha. So customer <coughs> service and customer understanding is seems to be one of your priorities. That's fantastic. Now, Chris, um, for those in the audience that don't know, uh, testing cannabis um, occurs on the adult use side. It's required by law, and the cannabinoids are tested um, as well as some um, yeast and mold standards. Are, but terpenes are not required, and right. the medicinal cannabis is not required by law as yet, although there's an 80-page draft rules that are underway, and so it's forthcoming. There's no doubt about it. Can you talk about, so we're testing for yeast and mold, and, and what about it? Why do we test it, and what's the threshold to test? Right, so um, there are limits, ac- uh, action limits that we call um, as what's been determined to be potentially harmful to individuals that consume it. Um, <clears throat> molds can be especially dangerous when inhaling them. They take residence and potentially start an infection. Um, particularly concerned for uh, the medical side because often these are all maybe already sick people, immunocompromised individuals, exactly. and that could take residence easier. Um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of these regulations and, and limits and rules, we're still learning on what's appropriate. Um, I, I, I feel like the main um, rulemaking process did do a fairly decent job of um, looking at what other states have done, looking at the data that's out there and putting something um, together that is patient patient and consumer uh, folk safety focus. Yeah, I see. So I am aware that um, the western side of our country has been the um, launching site for cannabis use, and they did establish some regulatory um, benchmarks. For example, the... Um, yeast mold, the 10,000 
colony forming units is what we use as the threshold for yeast and mold. And uh, it is true, you're, you're speaking about like aspergillus, there's a fungus that can land in the lung. Mm -hmm. And um, tell me more about the cannabinoids and terpenes now, if we get away <laughs> from just the yeast and mold, there are other things you test for in cannabis. Yeah, so um, there are only, a, so let's start with can can cannabinoids. There are only a few that are actually required, um, and those relate to uh, the potency. Um, THC, CBD, CBDA, THCA, <clears throat> um, and but there are we know of over a hundred cannabinoids, and we test for nineteen of the major cannabinoids wow. that have some uh, impact and have Health have effects. studies. Yeah, exactly. Um, and what that allows us to do, and so as I said, we're we're focused on quality, and there often is this um, idea that the highest number is the best for your product. But I would argue that the right number is the best number for your product. Nicely put. And what we do to ensure that in our lab, at least, is to run um, analytical technologies that can really define and separate and um, definitively identify the cannabinoid and remove any interferences that these matrices, the plants, the products, that they're, they're dirty and they can have an inflammatory effect uh. on the readout. Um, exaggerate the readings exact, exactly exactly so it can it can inflate it a little ah. bit if you stack everything up right. and allow those interferences to be added to the actual say ah, so accuracy too so customer service and accuracy that's great um how about timeline if we would have testing done how long would we expect a sample to get to your lab and have cannabinoids terpenes yeast and mold performed what's the timeline for such a thing so if you get the sample to our lab in the morning mm -hmm. uh we put those on for that day and we report out within three days wow three days that's that fantastic is. and what's the cost would you say um ballpark ballpark costs um if you wanted to do a full complete suite of every single test that we offer it's around the 700 dollars mark but for the tests that, um, say for the phase one required tests, that um, is around uh, $300. Okay. And um, so if I were to do a yeast mold, terpenes, and cannabinoids on one sample, um, I was thinking it was even going to be less. Um, yes, it, it would. So if you did, so potency, terpenes. And cannabinoids. So biologics, cannabinoids, and terpenes. Is it about 110, 115, I it think? It would be about uh, 200 200 fantastic. So three days, $200, we'll have accuracy, and we'll have um, biochemists are, are those that are staffing your organization. Is that true? Analytical chemists. It, understood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Microbiologists, analytical chemists. I myself was originally trained as a micro uh, biochemist, but yeah, all those, they all overlap in some way. And um, is it fair to say there's a credentialing body, a state lab credentialing body of which you all um, achieved, whatever that is? Yeah, so we had to undergo um, inspection by the main CDC and ISO um, wow. is what we're working and on. And how now. often is your lab reviewed? Every year. An annually. Fantastic. Um, Chris, is there anything else you'd like to share to a grower or a small business owner of cannabis in regards to lab testing or NOVA? Um, I would just say that, you know, we're here to um, learn with you and, you know, giving us that opportunity will improve our product and your experience as well. Um, we find and we know that there's, uh, I think, a lot of misconceptions around yeah. lab testing and it being a um, 
just because it's a requirement. I, there's a lot of utility in what we do. Uh, we're developing tests that aren't in the realm of re required tests. So we already have potency. We're also working on a test, uh, plant tissue analysis test that will allow cultivators to monitor the health of their of their um, grow and potentially act on adjusting uh, nutrient levels before they show any disease state. I see. So let me see if I understand this correctly. So tissue sampling, <clears throat> that you may become a body to do that type of testing as well, could tell the grower if there is a nutrient deficiency or excess, uh, magnesium or chloride. Mm -hmm. It's coming from the nutrients or coming from the soil or coming from elsewhere. But you'd help to decide with the grower what actions to take next to better that plant. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing. And do you forecast that that <clears throat> expertise in your lab will be, you know, uh, achieved this year, next year? Within the next few months, I think we will have the ability to test, and it will be a really learning process mm -hmm. and, and a, a probably per client type of establishing what the what levels work the best. Um, so wow. that's exciting research. That's unbelievably exciting. Well, Chris, you have lots to be proud of. Certainly your schooling and you being the first with a master's in cannabinoid science. That's beautiful. Um, being a second lab in the state, Nova Analytic Labs in Portland, Maine. Fantastic for adult use. And now tissue sampling. I mean, lots to be proud of, Chris. And listen, uh, Vetted Cannabis in Sanford, Maine, we thank you. We're grateful for the partnership you share with us. And we're even happy to have you here on our Maine um, Cannabis Podcast today. Yep. So thank you, Chris. Thank you very much much appreciate it so today we're here with u.s marine corps veteran christopher bonin and his dog zoe um christopher we're um so delighted to have you and we're eager to hear your story your life journey um especially given that you have your hat on with your ribbons so certainly i want to hear about these beautiful um, accomplishments accolades recognition that you have and they're born right here on your hat which is great to see when we first meet you you're able to see them it's striking the colors and but i'd like to hear just your journey and, and what those ribbons represent all right so yeah i joined the marine corps in 2005 uh marine corps infantry and then uh 2007, I was stationed in 29 Palms, California with uh, 2-7. And then early 2008, we did a combat deployment to Sangin, Afghanistan. Mm. We were pretty much the first unit to kind of re-kickstart the war in Afghanistan over there. So you were on the ground <coughs> troops? Yes. Yeah. And walking, patrolling yep. right up front. Foot patrolling. I was also detached to... Uh, PSD, which is Personal Security Detachment, with uh, the CEO of our company. Wow. And then I was also attached to EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. So I also would help clear IEDs, walk up to IEDs, Whoa. see if there's actually IEDs in the ground, step on them. Luckily, they didn't go off multiple times. But Whoa. Yeah. It sounds uh, scary to me. You tell me, did you um, witness uh, traumatic injuries and or death? Yep. M multiple deaths. Wow amputees wow uh, quite a few kia wow um yeah for enemy and friendly wow mm -hmm. and these ribbons there's so many colors and stripes and um in short can you tell us what does it represent yep so pretty much uh it represents all my achievements throughout the marine corps and uh the the green ribbon is the navy achievement medal with the v is a uh, valor distinguishing device and that was a word uh given to me during an operation we did in Afghanistan. Wow. And then uh, combat action ribbon, and then a couple other uh, 
unit citations that I received at another unit uh, in Washington, D.C. Just stunning, Christopher. So. I mean, right away, I just wanted you to hear the thanks. Um, I'm just one of many in this grateful nation for, for you making the sacrifices in your personal life to, you know, put service before self. So thank you, Christopher. You're now, very tell welcome. Me, now, coming back, coming back to the States and getting um, reacclimated, how did it go for you? Um, for me, I think I was just, uh, I think I was already just pretty detached from things, even going into the military. So getting out, it almost felt kind of just second nature in a sense. So I didn't really pay attention to my issues, if anything. Um, but it, it was more of a, not a smooth transition, if you will. I was drinking heavily, uh, on medication, trying to just dive back into college Mm-hmm. Um, any, so. any substance abuse issues or law, you know, with the law enforcement or. So I luckily have never had any issues with the law enforcement, but, um, in 2015, I started heavily abusing, uh, substances, um, cocaine and such. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I was pretty heavily addicted to, to that. And then I became a, a user of crystal meth, amphetamines, stuff like that, um, Things I would have never thought I would have, you know, crossed paths with. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's it was been a, it's been a ride for sure. It sounds harrowing. Now, um, how did you make it to your your abstinence sobriety days of, of today? Tell us. Yeah. So I I started at first with cannabis, and um, whenever I would have any type of urge to pick up a pipe or you know sn- sniff a line or use anything. Um, I would just, you know, grab my my piece or my my joint or whatever, and I would just have a puff or two, and instantly it would really wake me up, and it would it would calm that urge of wanting to use. And then when I use cannabis, I know for myself, it uh, it definitely expands my consciousness and awareness, like all the psychedelic medicines I've used, um, and it really makes me dive in and be like why would you want to put that poison in your body it's not medicine it's just poison and evil and uh you know it take, takes your soul away yeah and um uh, cannabis definitely uh makes me feel more in my body and more alive and makes me you know want to want to do better for myself and connects me with a higher consciousness and higher power for sure wow um, what would you say to to a veteran that's maybe scr- struggling today, struggling with self harm, struggling with substance abuse, just struggling, you know, really debating the use or potential use of cannabis for them? What would you say to that person? Well, I would say, um, you know, definitely go into it with uh, an open mind, and you know, just know like. Other substances react completely differently in a sense, whereas this, it does, it takes a bit to get used to, I would say. It can get be a little overwhelming, but I think a lot of the, the issues is enough, not enough people are educated on it. So a lot of people overdose and, and take in too much medicine. So it makes them feel very uncomfortable and they don't like it. So then they'll easily just say, that's not for me. So I think it's like any other medication where you need to give it some time, be, you know, slow with it. And um, it'll really help. So uh, it pleases me when you say that slow and low dosing is just what I recommend. It's like microdosing. It's really um, using the minimum amount 
to bring upon uh, stability or ease of mind or, or pain relief or sleep. It's really finding that minimum dose requirement um, so that you can actually stay in the game, but, you, but yet um, quell the, the symptoms that you're trying to ease. Christopher, I just think you're an, a, an amazing man that's given so much to our country, and we're hoping that um, some way you continue to on this trajectory. It's such a beautiful uh, walk of life that you have now and i see you're you're holding your baby zoe who loves you tremendously i can she's now looking you in the eyes (laughs) as if she's (laughs) she's so happy that you are who you are and um we're just so honored to have you today christopher so thank you so much thank you excited to be here that's great and we hope in the future that we can invite you back and hear more about your life journey absolutely that'd be fantastic i would love to all my uh spiritual practices um mindfulness, different healing retreats I've been on. I mean, I, I really, there's so much medicine within me from my experiences and my life stories. And, um, I really know all the things that I've been doing holistically and with plant medicines, cannabis, and then other psychedelic medicines and and such that I know could really help heal the entire world and, you know, expand everyone's consciousness. It sounds fantastic, Christopher. We have so much to learn from you, and we will certainly have you back. Thank you so much. So thank you, Christopher. That's Christopher Bonin, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, here at Maine Cannabis Podcast. We're often asked, where did the name Vetted come from? Um, why did we name it Vetted? You know, what does it mean to us? And Vetted to us means, you know, careful examination, thoroughly researched. Um, it's the foundation for which we are doing what we're doing. We want you guys to have the confidence in the stuff you're consuming with the practitioner-based recommendations. So if we keep it science-based. We're always striving to show you our credentials, our testing of the product, our growing practices, um, the research coming from what providers in what year that they're claiming that certain chemicals do what medicinally. We're providing all of that information to you so that in your eyes we have your vote of confidence that you've vetted us. But also veterans. And um, my mother and I both worked for the Veterans Administration healthcare system for um, over 40 years combined. Veterans are a population that we hold near and dear to our heart. We believe that, you know, on many occasions, you know, not just the veterans, conventional medicine has failed us. So introducing, you know, veterans specifically to medicinal marijuana, um, this could really help them. They could benefit from this. Maybe get them off a street weed, um, tell them that, you know, don't worry about the legal implications. We can provide a med card to them so that they're legal. We can educate them in the science and we offer them a lifelong discount. Veterans deserve this. They're the most deserving population that we believe, you know, we should be giving back to them. And uh, we thank them all the time for their service. And ease of access is what we provide by the free med cards. And um, science rationale in the the foundation of our work. So family owned and operated in Sanford, Maine. We are vetted. Um, Bye. So we're excited to introduce um, new fame hip-hop R&B group that's been international, um, providing inspirational and selfless messaging out to um, population some 1,600 um, times, I believe, more than that even. So I wanted you to share with the audience, um, how did you come to be, and what is your message? Well, see, you're expecting. (laughs) We met very organically uh, in New York City through some friends. Um, I'm a big believer in following your heart, and you'll 
you're there for a reason, so things happen for a reason, and um, that's kind of how we came together. Uh, she was getting off a plane from Cambodia uh, doing service work over in Southeast Asia, which I'll allow her to get into more, but basically, long story short, we met. She talked some shit about like how I wasn't promoting Right, and I should sell my music more because I had these little download cards on tables all over. <laughs> and um, I was like, well, you know, I can always make more. Wow, so a random a, a random money. connection, a random, you know, yeah. a meeting. And she, Pseudo-random. She, 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 yeah, ah, pseudo. But she through was, a friend through a friend. Ah, it was a friend but doing still, it. But still. Yeah, yeah, okay. but definitely, yeah. A chance meeting. Yes. A chance meeting. Two, two ships meeting in the night. Understood. And then your <laughs> message in the night. was wowed. She, she was really um, trying to bolster you a little further well she was talking she was just you know she she's uh she's, i thought she was great she yeah and she, I, thought, I was she's like, always wow. been supportive but also she's a very honest person so awesome. she was like here's where you could do better and here's some critique right off the bat even though we don't know each other and that that was cool <laughs> all right so, so we've been working together ever since so so beyond just you though your, your message out to the to the audience is um one of uh, self-empowerment tell us how did you get there i mean how does that message remain constant and part of you and 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 why do you care? You know, why is it important? Um, well, first of all, I think it's important because things happen every day to people. Um, mm -hmm. Life things, very simple things, and then also very dramatic things. And if we don't say how we feel in that moment, we might not have a chance to again. And to me, it's super important, even if someone doesn't like me or thinks I'm whatever they think, that I, I say what I feel. My mom used to tell me, and several people throughout my life, like, you know, a filter is a good thing. And I'm like, I don't naturally have that so I don't really see it there being a good thing I think when you're honest and open it allows your heart oh, to be free yes. and then moving forward with that if you can gain any kind of traction or attention like her and I already were separately then when we came together uh, her weaknesses became something that I took on as a strength and then vice versa, vice versa. and yeah, she she looked after me I looked after her and the places we needed and we were both already doing um shows and service work before we met and the self-development came pretty natural um i was always pushing myself working out way before i met her and doing sports and she was doing the same thing um just really looking after her mind and trying to work on eating healthy food and even if you're only having like you know you're only doing one healthy thing she was always like it's okay enough, we yeah, can do another we yeah, can do another exactly. and slowly over the last 10 Progress. years we've really built the brand of show service and self-development and decided that if we were going to be getting attention and people were going to like us that the only thing that was left to do was make sure that we were constantly giving back that attention or that time or that money or those resources we believe in tithing we try to do at least 20 percent of our income so if that's to a person or like we know we we put out in the universe and to everybody who knows us basically like if you need something you can reach out and we will do our best to help you no matter what that means I mean we might be able to call in someone else maybe we get you a home depot card for 200 bucks because sure. that's what's in our fighting for futures account which is our organization we do all our wow. endeavors through about 90 uh throughout nine countries so far wow. so if ever there's a need for this it's now the country is so divisive i'll just speak about our country yeah. it's so divisive and people are really polarized and mm -hmm. there's a real need, a critical need to be um, uh, caring about one another and, and to be introspective. And I see how both of you amazing women have brought just all of that to what you do and how you convey it. By way of music, though, you mm -hmm. also have used a forum that is quite unique. How did you get there? Um, I've been doing music uh, since I was very young. It always came very natural to me. 
Um, and it's funny because when I used to walk around as a kid, I used to just kind of sing stuff. And now I freestyle a lot with her. Um, you know, a lot of what we do is just like on the spot, in the moment, being who we are. Especially um, now. Yeah. Because no more Especially shows now, yeah. like yeah. we're used to. Yes. So. Mm. Well, just know that um, Vetted of Sanford is, is just so um, pleased and grateful. Heartfelt thanks go out to you for making the visit with us today. Know that we recognize your messaging um, to humanity. It's, it's your messaging is so unique and so powerful. And, and by using the forum of music, know that it resonates in the hearts of many. It's not, you know, you can use a, a printed word or a said word, but music, a, a rhythm, a rhyme, a tune, that can be so everlasting. And so we're, mm -hmm. just, we're just one of many that are so proud of you. And uh, Aww, we're, thank we're, you, we chose, no, thank you. I want you to know that, that um, our support is, is just so well behind you. And um, it's almost allowing us, Vetted is gonna take a look at it. How can we start a pay it for it campaign? Right. You mm -hmm. know, how can Vetted promote, hey everybody, be a little kinder to one another. Hey mm. everybody, let's care about one another. And, and do a little more of what you women do all the time. Mm. Be introspective. When you speak of her weaknesses are your strengths and what a beautiful bond you two have. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's my buddy. It's, it's beyond, my best friend. Yeah, it's beyond a, a marital bond or. A, well, it's bigger it's, than us too. I think yeah, you know the world needs people to sacrifice for now. something bigger than, than yeah, ourselves. Yeah. And I think you know the future is bright if, if you focus the the right way. So. And gratitude too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of gratitude. The littlest things, you know, yeah. you have to be grateful every moment. We're really, really. When I was little, I could have never expected to be playing and doing some of the things I've already done. I could have only dreamed of it based on where I was from. So knowing that each step, I'm super grateful, even though stuff seems yeah. quite out of whack yes. at the moment. You're so humble, the both of you, and <laughs> no, just know thanks. that you're changing lives. And and with that, your mission is likely to change the world's sentiment. So you're really, you. yep, fire Your lips started. to God's ears. Yep, Amen. You know. Well, listen, before we close, I just want you to um, let the audience know your full name, your your full title. How do they get in touch with you? How, how could they potentially see you in the future? Do you want um, me to do that or you want to do that? Newfamemakechange.com. Ooh, yes. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, and also I just wanted to say yeah, also shout everywhere. out to Sonia because yeah. she was the one who Sonia Saviors. Yeah, let us know about you guys. And, another and, yeah, yeah, another selfless woman. Who well, her last name is Saviors. Yeah, <laughs> it's all in a name. Well, yeah, she she really hooked it up with That's us. Awesome. But yeah, new fame make change, and also we have our debut album coming out. We have not announced this yet, so it'll probably be after this when the show. So uh, April twentieth is our wow. album release party at Nomad Retreat Center. That is in South Paris. There will be and yoga. People. We're gonna be two. We're gonna do two showings, and then we're gonna have an overnight party. Uh, it's it's like an Airbnb situation in a big house. It's a retreat center, and the woman there, Lindsay, all is safe, so amazing. All sound. Yeah, it's be so awesome. we're really looking forward to it. Tickets should probably be in our bio on our Instagram by now. Yay. But you're seeing this later than where we are now, which yeah. hasn't been announced uh, yet. So new fame. What's this about kiwi drip? Tell us about that. Ah, it's delicious. It is nutritious. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we got a, an amazing instrumental in from our Indiana longtime associate and friend, uh, T. Zank. He's also an Shout artist producer. And he got this great beat, and we immediately were like, oh, my God. And we didn't want to change it at all. It was two minutes. We were like, let's do this. We wrote uh, just a verse each to it, and uh, uh, two verses each, like a verse and a half each, I suppose. And, yeah, it was um, two 16s, yeah, and two then 16? we split a 16. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, we're, uh, we don't have any hook. There's really no, like you know premise behind it it was literally no let's just vision, have fun no. yeah, yeah um cure cannabis is incredible they're in auburn they've been sponsoring uh, all of our shows since we've met them 
and uh, they decided that they would allow us. I saw there they had this beautiful uh, van that said um, old Volkswagen. Yeah, like go yeah. Uh, the one that you see in the video, the and it basically mm-hmm. says work um, work hard, play harder. And I was immediately attracted to it, so I was like, maybe we can just do this. So I wrote out a small treatment, and then I talked to Be Positive, which is our friend Nate. You know, mixed, mastered, recorded it as usual. He always Maven. takes us Maven mm-hmm. Made Agency, and yeah, and then we just went there. We shot it in one day. We had a really great crew of people that had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And dancers came out. Yeah. It was really Woo-hoo! fun. Yeah. Even, you know, I will say this. There's this weird Batman guy that drives around, <laughs> I guess. And he showed up. It was really cool. A lot of, like, characters came through. It, it really, really did. You don't see him in the video because it no, was not don't. while we were shooting. No, but. he didn't come during the yeah. shooting time, but he came before. But him. Cure Cannabis definitely um, facilitated that and made it so that we could uh, see a vision that we saw just wow, literally by location. driving down the road. Yeah. And it's a kick-ass video. And for anyone that hasn't Thank seen you. it, really, take a look. Um, new Check thing. it out. Awesome. Yep. yep, Kiwi Drip. Kiwi Drip. I can't get to chase, but I know more on a birthday. I know this girl Mary J, she got the bomb that she buffet I've been around, yeah, I've been around, ay I've been up, yeah, I've been down, ay I was a jester, yeah, a real clown, ay I keep it clever as a fox now I've been searching for the truth, baby I don't win and got a clue, baby It comes down to what you do, baby Kiwi trip, go and take a sip something in the water Something in the water. There's something in the water. There's something in the water. I make moves like plow on a snow day. Do anything I wanna call it a payday. I don't like boxes like the sore, like rockets, my time precious, like diamonds. Getting you afforded, cause I'm all up in my head again. Doing what they said I can't. Tight to go without a plan. Combat hand in hand. Nah, I don't do scared, but I really do care. I drive a thousand miles just to see your hands in the air I'm the honey, she the bee, I'm the root, she the tree Are you hearing what I mean? We a pair, we a team Left my city for a dream, always aimed really big Even if you miss your mark, it's alright, it's okay hey, hey, hey. No. Something like uh, shooting for the moon Landing the stars, that type of thing Got a sauce, you could savor it Now my time costs just a few more presidents Now I use my words with just a little more intelligence Asking all the questions, especially if I think you hiding things Used to feel my time just to feel Now I use that pain, gotta learn to heal Boots deep like white oak, stoked just to love and smoke Choose this, I choose risk, dreams big like make a wish Thanks again to New Fame for their interview in that truly awesome video, Kiwi Drip. You're definitely going to be hearing a lot more Mm -hmm. about them in 2021. If you're involved in any aspect of the cannabis industry here in Maine or even another state and feel you have something to contribute to this podcast, we encourage you to get in touch with us. For sure. Just send us an email to us at hello at vettedmaine.com. That's hello at vettedmaine.com. We want to hear from you. We'll be back soon with another podcast as we continue to explore our amazing industry that's becoming more and more mainstream every day. And as always, Maine leads the way. And more and more people are learning the medicinal effects of cannabis. It's awesome. We'll be back soon. See you next time. (laughs) 